Welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie Stiles, intuitive channeler, yoga instructor, and holistic wellness enthusiast. I am bringing you conversations to help guide you towards better ways of thinking, feeling, and doing. If you push play today, know that you are in the right place at the right time and there are messages for you. I am so grateful that you're here and I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation. Let's begin. Hello, welcome back to Elevate with Ellie Styles. I am so grateful that you are here. Your time is your most valuable asset. And I am I'm truly just so grateful that you're spending it here with me today. So thank you. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the things, the house, the car. You don't get your time back. And so how you spend it is so important and it's just so meaningful to me that you're here with me right now and I have just become so grateful lately for podcasts that I'm able to connect with so many more people than I normally would because I genuinely feel so connected to the community and so just expanded that I'm able to be with you right now like no matter where you are in the world no matter what chapter you're going through whether you're celebrating one of your biggest life achievements or you're going through the worst heartbreak of your life or massive loss like no matter where you are in your journey I can connect with you in this moment and that is just so special to me so thank you welcome today we're talking about spirituality I put out an Instagram poll the other week about topics that you guys are interested in learning and needing support and guidance on and deepening your spiritual practice was one of them and I just thought this was such a great space to combine storytelling and the realizations that I have come to through my own spiritual practice in hopes that I can offer them to you to allow your curiosity to expand and for you to question things and get curious and expand in ways and get you thinking, get your brain thinking in different ways because the ways in which I have evolved have been because of all of the people that I've learned from. All of the little pieces, the little tidbits of wisdom, their life experiences, sharing their stories is how I have learned to deeply connect with a greater power that I lean on so that I can live a life of peace. And I really think that the essence of any religion, any practice, any spiritual beliefs is that we want to lay our burdens down. We want to surrender all of the things that feel heavy. And when we meet these heavy experiences, when we meet grief, when we meet worry and fear and shame, we don't know what to do with it. And so we hope and we pray that there is something bigger out there. Because in that moment, it requires something so much greater than ourselves to move through those moments. And the same on the opposite spectrum of immense love and great joy, like having a baby. When you see life come, when you see your partner give birth to something or something, (laughs) when you see them give birth to a human, when you see your sister have her first child, like that human life that is so fresh and so pure, you have to question like the divinity of that being and you have to question there is something so much greater that just allowed this creation to come into the world through a human body 
And so going back to this idea of burden, that is where my spiritual practice began. I have shared this on the podcast openly before. I had an abortion and after that day, that is when I began my committed spiritual practice because all I wanted and all I was looking for was an open and safe and loving and accepting space for me to exist in. And I didn't know where that space was. And I grew up Catholic, and by Catholic terms, I had just committed the largest Catholic sin in in the Bible. And so going to church, going to a priest to reconcile was not a safe space for me. In fact, it was a space of so much shame and guilt, even though I knew deep in my heart that that was the best decision I could have made for myself. And I, I do not regret it to this day. But I needed to find that space that was completely loving and all accepting of who I was in that very moment. Not who I could be, not me 10 years down the road, me now, me in my shame, me in my sadness, me in my grief, just me as I was. I was craving that space that was going to accept and love me for who I was in that moment. And so I wanted to find that space and I wanted to create it. And, you know, at the time, I wasn't aware that there was a worldwide community of spiritual people that, you know, deeply lived in love and acceptance, that there was a space and a community with no rules and no ex- no expectations, just living a life connected to divinity and pure love. And so I remember, I've also shared this story before, my beginning of my spiritual practice was me laying on my floor and Googling how to connect with my spirit guides. And the first step was to practice gratitude and express gratitude for the spirit guides. And so that's what I would do. I would practice gratitude. I would write it in my journal. I would say it out loud. I would sit on my bedroom floor and just say thank you spirit guides for being here thank you for your guidance thank you for being here with me because of the burden and the heaviness that I felt after my abortion and I felt so alone and I didn't know where to turn in that experience and so I chose to believe in something greater than myself because I didn't know what else to reach for and so that's really that was the seed that was planted to eventually develop into this deep, deep trust that I hold today. This deep acceptance and trust in the present moment. This acceptance of myself, this acceptance of others. Finding the divinity in all things, in all people, in all experiences, in all changes, in all of the painful moments, and in all of the joyous ones. And my journey really began with that very cliche vegan yoga teacher aesthetic. Like, it just started with me doing the very superficial things like eating vegan, eating plants, plant medicine, crystals, journaling, like All of those surface things that are really the gateway to something so much deeper. 
And so I started there. And I think that's what we see out in social media so often. And it's I include some of those things on the podcast as well. Manifesta- manifestation, law of attraction, attraction, journaling, like all of these beautiful tools that allow us to make a dent. We just make a dent. And once we open that door and we're working through something and we go a little deeper and we say, oh, here's another door and we open that door and you're like, okay, I've worked through this. I've got this. I've got this manifestation thing down. I am spiritual. I'm saying my affirmations in the mirror and then a trigger comes up or you experience loss or you experience immense, an immense amount of anxiety, whatever it is, another door, another door, another door, another door, another door. And there have been so many moments where I've met another door and been like, are you fucking kidding me? There's another door? You're like just utterly surprised that there was more for me to see and another way for me to see something. My deepest wounds that I have spent hours and hours, years of time working through and yet there being another door. Here's another opportunity for you to look at it another way. And at this point, I just laugh because what I have come to realize and what I hope you come to realize sooner than I did, but also maybe not sooner because our paths show us the way and the timing of it all is so divine and so intentional. And something that I've also learned is to not pick people up and out of the path that they're on. That even though they're differing from where you might be, what they're moving through is necessary. And the discipline that it takes to honor that, instead of placing our control, instead of placing our perception of where they should be, removing ourselves and simply fully accepting wherever they are, as you would yourself. But going back to my original realization of all of these doors, we are ever-changing. We are ever-changing. Your path is always moving you in different directions. You don't ever stay in one place. And that is the whole point, is moving downstream with the river, allowing life to guide you, allowing yourself to meet the doors with open arms, to open it, to be so excited to open that door, knowing that there's something on the other side. And then when you reach the point where it's time to close that door, honoring that moment, grieving that moment, moving on to this next chapter, this next layer, it is never ending. And I say never ending with the most positive connotation because we're just peeling the layers, peeling the layers meeting ourselves anew every single time. Like every single moment that I've said, I know who you are, Ellie. You understand this. I know your truths. I know your beliefs. Those are all scrapped and questioned and rewritten and changed and reshaped. And for so long, I've resented that process of everything tearing down, of everything bulldozing to the ground and crumbling and me being like, I have to reshape all of this. I have to recreate everything. 
and instead saying, I get to recreate everything and I get to relearn and I get to meet an entirely new Ellie in this moment and that is so beautiful. You are ever-changing. You are evolving day after day after day. And if you can just open your arms to that process and surrender, you are going to meet all of the polarities of life with so much more ease. Kind of mid-journey when I was entering the spiritual practice in the world, (laughs) I was like, Okay, so I get to this place of peace, happiness. Nothing should affect me. I'm good. I'm good to go. I've got all my tools. Like, I have reached this level of perfectionism where I nothing's gonna get to me ever. And I've my traumas check check. Had my traumas. Don't need any more. You know, horrific events. We're good. I've learned my lessons. I'm fully evolved now, (laughs) which is hilarious now that I think about it. But those moments where they are the most challenging, where you feel lost, where you feel astray, where you feel uncertain, where you're questioning, where you're just completely at the drawing board again. Those moments that we fear, that we push away, that we resist, those are your open doors. That is the process of recreation. It's the process of death and it is the process of rebirth. And those are going to be your most transformative moments. And so instead, when you're going through a really rough period of where you're feeling like you need to rest, where things are not going right, where you're not certain anymore, where you're grieving and showing emotion and you're angry and you're frustrated and things are coming out of you that have never fucking come out of you before say hello say thank you as uncomfortable as it might be what is meeting you in that moment of just complete disorganized chaos is clarity on the other side is transformation on the other side And I'm not saying to go through those hard moments and say, this is so, I'm enjoying this. This is amazing. But just holding that belief underneath that I'm supported through this. And this is so, so necessary for me to move through right now. And let's circle back around to that word acceptance because I'm feeling called to go back to that space right now. I quickly learned that acceptance is the thing that I craved so, so badly. And I quickly learned that everyone was searching for that too. That we all have this search inside of us, looking for the space where we are completely loved and accepted for who we are. And so my goal now as a podcast host, as a wellness coach, as a teacher a student, to be that space for others, to represent that acceptance for others. And so when I arrive to people, when I arrive to experiences, I try my very, very best to meet them in that safe space. And I'm a human, you know, I make judgments and I form opinions, 
but I am constantly assessing myself and taking responsibility for when I do fall short. And it's not about perfectionism because you are a human being and you are going to make judgments and you are going to show up in moments without the love and without forgiveness and with anger and with frustration. And that is okay. That is also a part of it. But it is about calling in that responsibility and calling in on that love from the divine and saying, I want to show up with love in this moment right now and I'm not. And that's why I'm going to lean on you to give me that source of love to move through this right now. And this has come up for me in many ways where people that I love dearly are moving through something where in my eyes, I see what's wrong. I see what's holding them back. I see where the, the, the block in the road is, but they don't see it yet. Or maybe they see it, but they're not accepting it yet. And that inner control freak in me just wants to pick them up out of that situation and say, here, look, this is the answer. This is the solution. You're going to feel so much better after you leave that relationship, after you leave that job, if you think about it this way. But I have to catch myself in those moments and say, Ellie, they are where they are. This is their journey. This is their path acceptance and love as difficult as it is because I've been in that space where people around me saw how clear a situation was but I could not let go of that until I came to that decision on my own or in my case when the universe said enough is enough (laughs) I think that it went from this need to control and lay out the path for the people that I love to I'm just going to send out a prayer to the universe that they are guided and supported along this journey. And I trust in their ability to pave their path and offering that energetic support versus dropping in and saying, do it this way, do it this way, go that direction. We all have to move at our own pace, on our own path. And you just have to worry about your house. No one else's. You're not worried about your neighbor's house, if it's clean, if it's dirty, if it's full of shame, if it's full of fear, if there's addiction, if there's loss. You can just support them wherever they are. You worry about what's inside your house. And when I say house, I mean inside your soul, inside your spirit. You make sure you're taking responsibility for you. And you extend that love and acceptance to others. And offer that support energetically and that hope that they're receiving exactly what they need to when they need to. There was a moment where you know, I talk about arriving to people and meeting them in a, in a safe space that is free of judgment and complete acceptance and love. And there are moments where I don't arrive with that at all. And an example is with my mother and she <laughs> might be listening to this right now, but there was a moment, you know, probably six months ago where I was so paranoid that my mom was judging a part of my lifestyle And I felt so much shame inside that she was judging that. But I recognized that I was limiting her by placing that judgment and that assumption that she was judging. Instead of 
facing that judgment within myself and having a conversation with her. And so I asked her, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it, it's vulnerable, I went to her and said, I'm feeling this way, that you feel this way about this. And just letting that off my chest and acknowledging that that was my own assumption that I made in my head. And sometimes that's what it takes to dissipate that fear and that anxiety and that worry is just have the conversation, face the fear, face the worry, look at your bank account, have the conversation with someone if you feel like they're feeling some type of way about you. Like, do not be afraid to be honest and to be vulnerable and be transparent because that amount of truth That amount of ownership and transparency is what creates intimacy. True intimacy. And I'm not talking just about physical intimacy. I'm talking about the emotional intimacy when we feel that we can completely show up as ourselves with other people. With our family, with our friends, with strangers. And I thought I knew vulnerability until... I realized how afraid I really was. And until I, you know, said, okay, I need to address these fears and these thoughts head on and be willing to have the hard conversations and be willing to admit my shame and be, be being willing to admit how something made me feel and offer that truth, even when you're unsure of how it will be received. It is so freeing. It is so freeing and all of this transmutes back into acceptance because when we ignore that truth and we shove all of those things aside and we we make the assumptions and we make the judgments anyway we're moving so much farther away from our truth and when we can meet those moments and say I accept that I'm feeling this way I I accept that these things are coming up I'm going to give them some attention right now so that they can dissipate. They're offering me something in this moment. And that is something else that I've learned in this spiritual journey is that everything is an invitation. Every person you meet, every experience you have, every block that you feel, every insecurity, every single moment of anxiety or shortcoming is an invitation for you and on the other spectrum of that every amount of joy and love and passion and creativity is an invitation for you to go deeper to meet it with acceptance and love no matter what it is and all of these things that I have come to see as truth in my life have helped me understand why I attach to people and ideas. It helps me understand the sacred experience of a breakup. It helps me understand why the outcomes I thought I wanted aren't what I actually needed. It's helped me process sadness and loss and rejection. It brings me great peace and it offers me so much expansion and hope. Because when I am in my human world and I am wrapped up in my ego, 
my ego's in the driver's seat saying, you should really care about what they think. You should really shame yourself for doing this today. You should probably do more. You're not doing enough. You should look this way. You should be exercising more. You should be all of these shoulds. But when I move over outside of the ego, still allowing the ego to play a role because it can help direct us in many ways. But when I step outside of that and I stay connected to this divinity, to this greater source of power and love, and I go back to that space of love and acceptance, I close my eyes and I just say, you know, I am connected to something so expansive and so safe and so supported. How could I ever be led astray? With this compass inside of me, with this energetic life force inside of me, there is no wrong path. There is no wrong chapter. What I'm living through right now is not wrong. Where I'm going is not wrong. I am being led. But in order to enter that space, you have to hand over the keys and say, okay, I surrender to this guidance. I surrender to tuning back in to my intuition. I decide to let my inner voice guide me. I decide to tune out the voices that don't align with the truth that lives within me in this moment. That voice telling you you aren't good enough, that voice telling you that you should be worried about this, that you should keep that fear close to you, that that fear is keeping you safe, it's not. That fear is keeping you from love. That insecurity is keeping you from loving yourself. And you decide and you say, No, I know that I am a loving, expansive being and I have so much to offer this world and I am a human being and I'm not going to be perfect and I'm figuring it out and I am balancing the ebb and the flow, but I know that I'm I'm headed somewhere amazing. And it's not about waiting for that destination to say, this is it, this is where This whole practice has been teaching me. I've arrived. I've gotten here. Look at your life right now. Your environment, your surrounding, the room that you're in right now, the car that you're in right now, the streets that you're walking on right now. This is your destination. Right here, right now, this present moment. And anything telling you that you should be anywhere than where you are right now, right here, is a thief of your joy and of your presence. And I am here to tell you, you don't have to subscribe to that voice. You don't have to subscribe to the things telling you that this will fulfill you and that will fulfill you. Ground your feet into the earth right now. And if you can't put your feet down, imagine your feet are rooted into the earth Envision the roots coming underneath your feet, 
grounding down into the solid core of the earth. You are held. You have a purpose here. You have a plan here. And it is not your job to figure it all out. You are here to co-create. You are here to work with the divine that lives within you. You are here to recognize the divinity within you. And completely accept yourself as you are in this very moment. And offer that love and acceptance to others. Spirit came through. (laughs) Again, this, this is what I've learned in my experience. And this is me just sharing what I've learned in my human experience. And so I hope that this offers you something new or something maybe that needed to be remembered. And regardless of the spiritual beliefs and practices and religions that you subscribe to, I just invite you to subscribe to love, however that looks for you. And we're all learning to love in this experience And we're going to fall short sometimes and we're going to make judgments and we're going to make mistakes and we are going to have moments where we don't offer that full capacity of compassion that we have inside and that's okay. But that's when you reassess and you reclaim and you bring that compassion back towards you and you hold it close to your heart and you move with that intention through every season of your life with every person, with every experience that you meet. And it is going to reshape your entire life. And that's the goal for me, is that I want to live a life of peace. I've made so many lists of manifestation of the things that I want, the cars that I want, the houses that I want, the places I want to live. Ultimately, I I want to live in peace. I want to completely love myself and others. And anything that gets in the way of that, I don't want it. If that means having the material things is going to cloud my vision of what's truth and what I need to connect with, then so be it. But I've written so many things down. I've manifested so many things and there are still so many things in the making. But when I prioritize and I really come down to it, I say, okay, I just want peace in my heart. And that's enough for me. I'm sending you so much love. Again, thank you so much for being here and showing up for yourself and just tuning in and allowing yourself to expand and think differently and just ask questions. And I love hearing your feedback. So please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It is so helpful for me to see what you guys are learning, what you're taking away. Um, But have a beautiful rest of your day and I cannot wait to connect with you on a new episode soon.